Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous about this segment. Here's the reason why. We're about to talk about holiday movies. And I, when I was in Washington, D.C., there was a phrase that was thrown around quite often, and it was, hey, stay in your lane. Stay, stay in your lane. Here on KSL News Radio, we, of course, every Friday from 9 to noon are treated to uh, Doug Wright uh, and he, as the host of the movie show, brings us the information surrounding movies. And so what am I doing? What, 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 what is Lee doing on a Thursday afternoon talking about movies? That That is not his lane. Anyway, I am just such a fan of movies. And I have, this year in 2020, been entirely, entirely prevented from visiting any movie theaters and having that experience. Not, not, not because you know it's not available, right? There are options for you, and we'll get into those in just a moment. Uh, but you know, time and circumstance and whatever, I haven't been able to. In fact, the last movie I went and saw in the theater, last movie I saw in the theater was remember that book from when you were young, scary stories to tell in the dark. It had those really scary uh, drawings in there, those ink drawings. You could see there was a severed toe in one of them, a big meatball in another. There was a scarecrow, if I remember correctly, on the cover. Well, they made that into a movie. And it might have been 18 months ago or so that that movie was released and I was there in the theater the last time I was in a movie theater. Anyway, the the reason we're talking movies today is because I have hijacked from the movie show the great producer of that fine program, which airs again Fridays, 9 to noon here on KSL News Radio. Robin Garfield joins me in studio. Robin, how are you? I'm doing great. It's fun to be on this side of the mic and not, you know, over my little... Booth all hunkered down. Yeah, you, you, you producers, you, you cram in there. You have your masks on. You're staying safe, but it's a, it's a dark and packed like uh, room. Yeah, w- welcome here to the spacious, to the spacious uh, uh, accommodations here in the talk studio. Uh, t- tell me about movies. What ought I to know? Well, the joke's on you because as the producer of the movie show, what this really is is a teaser to get people to to, to listen tomorrow Perfect. to our show. Forward promotion. Yeah, That's what forward we're about promotion. Here. I'm all go. about that. I am first and foremost uh, an ambassador for the movie show, so I'm not going to give away too much of what we're going to be talking on the show about tomorrow. But uh, yeah, so movies are weird now. Kind of like you said, do we go to the theater? Do we watch everything at home? Are we going to get rid of movie theaters altogether as as the you know monetary incentive for people to keep these things running? Uh, in, in a nutshell, no, please. Can we keep these theaters open and can we do it safely? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You, you mentioned watching from home. There, there was some kind of deal struck recently and we learned that, uh, was it, uh, is it uh, Warner's and, no, Universal? 
some big uh, movie maker, have partnered up with uh, HBO and movies released in theaters will simultaneously be made available on the streaming service. So the big buzz is uh, Wonder Woman 1984. This is a big budget superhero yeah. action movie cost millions and millions of dollars to make. And they have been holding this thing's been in the can for months. T- tentpole, as yeah. uh, Steve would call it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so they've been waiting to release. And every day that, you know, I'm sure they look at the case numbers and go, not today, not to get today. And so they're going to release it on Christmas Day uh, in the theaters. They're also releasing it simultaneously on HBO Max. And this creates, I'm, I'm going to use this phrase, Lee, and I feel just terrible about it, but it creates an existential crisis for movie theaters, sure. right? There we go. I'm going to use it not to talk about, you know, COVID or anything else. We're talking no. about movie theaters because if you can watch a movie at home on the day it gets released in the theaters, do, do theaters have a place in society anymore? And I, I argue, please, yes. Um, I love the, the pageantry and experience of going to the movie theaters, but and from a, I have three kids. All of us going to the movie theater costs you know, the price of a good meal. And yeah. so do we financially, is it going to be viable for people to go to the theaters and they can pay 20 bucks to watch it at home? Yeah. I, I, I hope that they endure. I hope that somehow the theaters are able to endure. And, and there are many efforts being made uh, by the theater companies here locally. Megaplex is, uh, you know, working some great angles on trying to entice folks into the theaters in a safe environment, offering a worthwhile product. I very much admire what they're up to there. The, the experience is something that I so greatly miss. If, if, if you're a listener to this program, you know how entrenched I can be in nostalgia. The memories of yesteryear often inform uh, the decisions that I make today. And thinking back of my, oh my gosh, hold on a second. I just looked down at my phone. There are texts from Doug right here. Uh-oh. I'm oh, in no. trouble. He hasn't texted me, so it's all oh on Oh my gosh. Or all on he you. He says, oh my gosh, I'm in trouble. He says, he says uh, guess you lost my number, huh? <laughs> Okay. Oh, no. Doug, I promise I'm, I'm not trying trouble. to take your spot. I just happened to be in the building today. <laughs> I can remember I can remember when I was young uh, going to, they, they call it Geneseo Square Cinema. The movies cost about two to three bucks. I would save up my quarters throughout the week, and the friends and I would, uh, you know, we'd talk some older sibling or parent to drive us over and drop us off at the theater. And I couldn't, I don't remember the movies we saw there. I don't remember. It was probably like Dumb and Dumber or something like that, but I don't remember. What I do remember was the the experience, and no streaming service is going to replicate that. No, and in full disclosure, we have been to the theater a couple times this year, and it's to see these old movies that are being re-released uh, in the theaters, and it's so fun. We saw Nightmare Before Christmas at Halloween. Uh, we saw, was it an Indiana Jones movie a while ago uh, that we've taken our kids to? Because, I mean, the pickings are slim for activities for kids these days. So, I, you know, silver lining, we have had this opportunity to see some interesting movies. But to your point about cinemas uh, trying to keep, you know, movie theaters keeping themselves open, I'm holding in my hand here this thick, fat document that's called the Cinema Safe Program that 410 co- movie companies came up with to keep movie theaters open. Uh, Megaplex locally is part of this. But in a nutshell, it's what we've been going through all year. You know, wearing glo- wearing masks, cleaning. Megaplex is right now operating at 50% capacity in their theaters. So, you know, spreading out. They're, they're mandating at least a three-seat buffer in between groups. So if you sure. come in with a group, you have to at least... You know, three the, the, the pod structure. You hear some of the some of the arenas that are looking forward to events come January, where if you come as a group, you guys can sit together and you can rest assured that you'll be separated from other groups. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, they're they're saying you know cashless payments, no no cash is exchanging hands when you're buying your ticket. Please purchase tickets pre, you know before when you come. Um, and, and I don't have any data on this, but I'm not sure. And I'm pretty sure I read this a while ago that movie theaters have not been a vector for for uh, uh, cases 
getting you know out into the community that they the, the safety measures that they have taken on have been effective and at the end of the day we need somewhere to go and it's as safe as going to the grocery store or anything else um and you can go you know take a night out and there are new movies coming out in the theaters uh people don't know this there are new movies that are getting released. when do we get that james bond movie i've been waiting like two years for this new james bond that one is coming out i think next year i'm looking at my list this year oh, i can't um, wait that long. so you'll have to keep listening to the movie show uh as doug and steve review these movies because there are new movies coming out and uh, there's some really good ones that I think that in five or ten years we're going to look back and say, where did that? When did that movie come out? Oh my gosh, this movie's like cult classics, sure. you know, that that flew under the radar. Uh, but these big ones, you know, they've been really uh, Disney's Soul, Pixar's. It's a new Pixar movie. Sure. It's called Soul. That's going straight to Disney Plus as of right now. Although Disney kind of has boomeranged around a little bit with plans, but I mean, man, uh, what a year for for movie theaters. Have you have you read the Robert Iger uh, memoir, the biography? It is absolutely fascinating. Robert Iger and his ability to look into the future and predict uh, what he describes as disruptors has been absolutely uh, inspiring to me. I just finished it the other day and seeing how, say, Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, both under the uh, Disney umbrella, how how he was able to see and forecast the value uh, of those services. Uh, You know, I mean, he certainly wasn't predicting pandemics. But how about how about the value of those streaming services in 2020? Seriously, I think they've made some revenue for the movie industry. Uh, and I, I, I hope, like I said, that the theaters and the movie industry will keep plugging along and we can get through like all the other industries out there. This one will survive. I, I believe that. And we just have about 20 seconds left here before we have to take a commercial break. But to I'll just say in, in closing here, I predict my prediction is this. Uh, and, I, and I draw it from my own cravings. I predict that once we have a widespread vaccine uh, and in broad availability where we have moved through all of the phases and it's simply a question of reporting to your local Walgreens or wherever you get your vaccines and getting that injection and we return to something of you know a new normal and we can return to a semblance of normalcy. I think we're going to have a mad rush on the things uh, we were neglecting uh, in this past year, 2020. I think that movie theaters, because of that craving for the experience, I think there's going to be a mad rush. Yeah. And I can't wait to be <laughs> one of the first in line. Last plug, movie show. Sure. Friday mornings, 9 to noon. Doug Wright, Steve Sales, all your movie information. Listen in. Uh, it's it's going strong. It's been one of the longest running shows on KSL. Uh, just a privilege to be a part of that show. Very cool. Uh, quick break. When we return, we're going to stick on the topic of movies, but a fascinating thing that, Robin, you brought to my attention, movies for the blind and descriptive narration. We're going to play some samples next. Let you hear a movie ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We've covered a lot of ground on today's program. Uh, before we move on to the topic at hand, uh, let me put forth an invitation. Well, actually, a couple invitations. First off, uh, earlier in the program, at just after 1 o'clock, we had a conversation with Luann Monson. She is the Quarters for Christmas program coordinator here. She's been at that job for a number of years now. And if you wouldn't mind, download the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by Any Hour Services. On there, you can listen to archived archive segments of the program, go back and listen to the conversation I had with Luann Monson. She, during our conversation, she describes uh, how Quarters for Christmas operates, how if you are in a position to give, can do so, and by so doing, help children throughout this great state who, at this time of year when the temperature falls, may find themselves uh, battling the cold unarmed. They may be without mittens and coats and adequate shoes, and your donations can help. 
And there are some stories in there that will just touch your heart. KSL News Radio app, powered by Any Hour Services. Download that. Have a listen to the 1 o'clock hour. You're going to hear something that I really think will touch your heart. We also, earlier in the program, talked about something playing out uh, in the Supreme Court right now, which, interestingly enough, has a, a Utah connection. That connection was made by choice by Utah's Attorney General, Sean Reyes. An amicus brief has been filed by uh, 17 or 18 states around this great country, voicing their support for a case by the state of Texas brought uh, forth to the Supreme Court, uh, which is right now in the midst of being determined whether or not it'll be taken up. Anyway, uh, there are those uh, who have experienced great frustration as a result of the Attorney General of the State of Utah getting us involved in that lawsuit. We talked about that, and you can hear that in the archived versions of the program available at the KSL News Radio app. Okay, Uh, producer Amy... She's engaged in other duties today, and in her place we have uh, Robin. You heard from her in the last segment. She also, Robin, uh, works here at KSL News Radio as the producer of the movie show. And to the table today, she brought uh, just a wealth of information when it comes to to movies. And in fact, uh, we were just having a conversation earlier today, shooting the breeze back and forth, and she uh, brought up a text message which had been sent in via the Utah Community Credit Union text line. That number is five seven five. Zero zero. The text message which Robin saw was from a woman asking if a descriptive version, an audio descriptive version of a certain movie being discussed on the movie show was available. Well, uh, Robin let me know that that was the first that she had heard a phrase like that used, a descriptive version, an audio description of a movie. Well, It turns out, and this may not be news to many of you, and if you uh, are uh, visually impaired, uh, you certainly know uh, what I'm talking about, that there are versions of movies where there is essentially a narrator describing what is visually transpiring uh, on the screen. Here, let me give you an example of it. So uh, we've all seen The Lion King, right? The the animated version, right? The, the, The circle of life, that's the one. Well, here's 30 seconds of that movie, and it's going to be, obviously, this is radio, so you're only going to be hearing it, but on top of the movie, as you would typically hear it, you will, on top of that, hear some descriptive narration. Take a listen. Hundreds of animals gather at the bottom of Pride Rock, a tall, flat ledge that towers over the rest of the savannah. Zazu, a small blue bird with a large beak, flaps to the ledge. He bows to Mufasa, a powerful, dignified lion with a thick red mane. Did, could you see it? Could you see exactly what was happening? Or if you are, if you're visually impaired, were you able to, in your mind, you know, conjure up the, the circumstances that were, for those sighted folks, able to be seen on the screen? I had no idea. According to the ADA, Robin pulled the legal requirements. The rule requires that movie theater auditoriums provide a closed movie captioning. That we're all familiar with. We, we know about closed captioning uh, for the hearing impaired. That, of course, and, and, and of course you know this, but it's the, it's the text of what is being spoken uh, there available on the screen, oftentimes down there at the bottom. The rule requires that movie theater auditoriums provide closed movie captioning and audio description. 
when showing a digital movie distributed, which features, unless doing so, would result in an undue burden or a fundamental alteration. The rule continues. Uh, It requires that movie theaters have a specified number of captioning devices and audio description devices based on the number of auditoriums in the movie theater that show digital movies. As a storyteller, which is how I view myself, I am a talk show host, yeah, I know that's what it says on the business card, but what I try to do, as I take to the microphone each day, is share a, a compelling story to tell a story and describe something as vividly as I can. It's just a visual medium, right? you got to uh, supplement what's not able to be seen, and you try to do so through what you describe and the way you describe it. I was so excited by this revelation, at least to me. I didn't know it existed. And I thought to myself, I wonder if there is a way that I can myself uh, use this to in- improve my own storytelling. And so what I'm going to try to do, I'm going to try to get my hands on some of these movies, some of my favorites. Uh, I, if I'm honest, the first movie I thought of was Forrest Gump. I'm going to try to track down uh, the audio description version of Forrest Gump. And when I find myself uh, you know, either on the jogging trail or driving some far distance uh, in a circumstance where I can listen but I can't watch, I'm going to see uh, what it's like to, an ex- to experience a movie this way. And then, of course, I've seen Forrest Gump, so I know the visuals being described. I'll try a movie uh, that I haven't seen. In fact, producer Robin lets me know that if you make your way over to Google and you search audio description of some uh, like older movie that's been around for years and years and years, the highest likelihoods is you're going to encounter it. I might pick one from the past I haven't seen, see what that experience is like. Anyway, I share this with you because I found it interesting. Uh, It was something about which I had never before known. I'm very grateful to know about it now. If you have any experience with this, if you maybe are visually impaired and are able to to text in, share with me uh, what what, what your experience is like. 57500, the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, And on top of that, if you have a recommendation for me, what is the best described movie? I'd be anxious to listen. Quick break. When we return to wrap up the program, we're going to look at some of the changes in prioritization here in the state of Utah when it comes to distributing the coronavirus vaccine. Looks like educators and school staff have been bumped up in the line. We'll get the details on that next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.